0: Welcome to the Lunar Light Podcast, a show where I decode the transits of the moon and planets to align with the cosmic call to action. Many people believe astrology is outside of themselves, but I'm here to tell you that it's not. As cosmic beings, we are not separate from the cosmos. We are a part of it. I'm your host, Karina Chrysler, transformational astrologer and divine feminine advocate, And I am here to take you on a radical self-actualization and healing journey through astrology, the elements, ritual, and the sacred practices of the divine feminine. I have worked with hundreds of women on helping them identify with their purpose, normalize that their spirituality and their sexuality are not separate, heal generational and past life trauma, and call out the shame that keeps us from our greatest potential. It is time for women to reclaim their most powerful essence. Are you ready to birth the life you truly desire? Then let's do this together. Hello everyone. This is the Literal Light Podcast. I am your host, Karina Chrysler. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're all doing well in this very transformative time which is something I definitely want to get into for this podcast because we're coming up to a pretty strong conjunction that hasn't happened in 150 years that I think is, is very important to understand in terms of what's happening in the world, what's possibly happening in your own life, and, and really how you can stand in this Um, to help you along the way and help you navigate through all the changes and all the information and all the ideas that are happening right now. So let's first talk about Neptune. Neptune is in 20 degrees Pisces right now, a little bit of my magic number, 22. Um, And Neptune is a... It's possibly one of the most difficult planets to really understand. And that's because it essentially rules consciousness. It rules your dreams. It rules your intuitive abilities. You know, it really connects you to your spiritual platform in this lifetime and really helps you understand what the meaning of life is um, for you. Uh, There's other planets. There's more to that, of course, but Neptune really rules that, you know, it rules Pisces. So right now it's very strong in where it is. It can express itself quite easily, which sometimes Pisces struggles with. Um, So we have an opportunity right now to kind of really dive into this and we can sort of see that, you know, there's, there's definitely awakening (laughs) energy that's happening, right now. But um, there's also a side to Neptune that we fully have to understand um, as well, which has a lot of illusion and a lot of us sort of trying to detach from the, the reality that's happening and be in our own reality, which sometimes, which sometimes can be good, but sometimes can potentially be harmful. So let's dive into this. A little bit more. So, Neptune in mythology was uh, the god of the sea. Uh, that's why the trident is the the symbol of Neptune in the chart. And it is said that you know because when we look at Pisces and the whole Neptune energy, the emotions really are the leader. Uh, it's not necessarily. The words, you know, sometimes something I definitely, as someone that has so much in Pisces and in the 12th house, uh, sometimes struggle with, you know, the feeling is really there, the emotion is really there, but sometimes the words are not. So in that, a little bit of frustration that can happen or, you know, emotional distress or, you know, whatever anger that comes up, Neptune took it out basically as an expression through the world by creating storms or earthquakes or sort of a disruption of many um, elements. He definitely could rule the elements quite well. And when we look at what's happening in the world right now, we can definitely see this. So there's some type of expression that's happening that might not always be understood, but definitely the more we tap into our emotional body and our intuition, that realm or that world seems to make sense. And that's something that is important to really understand right now. So Neptune in your chart is, you know, it it probably takes a little bit of time to understand what this meaning is. You know, where Neptune is in my chart is, is, very significant. It squares the nodes of my moon as well, which has created some challenges for me, but also the opportunity. Um, But I didn't really understand its position until about a couple of years ago. And I knew the meaning behind it. I knew the energy behind it, but like really what it meant and like how to dive really strongly into it. It takes some time because As we know, as we go through life, our spiritual platform and our ideologies have to develop with experience. And because Neptune moves so slowly on a transiting level, it takes takes time, right? It takes time to understand these things. And a lot of times it's influence can, you know, be attached to, to generational aspects as well. Like what this generation is doing for the world right now. So you have the generational aspect, but you have to kind of look at, you know, where it's positioned in your birth chart, what planets are with it, you know, are is it on supportive angles or challenging angles and and so forth. So this is a planet that you fully don't quite understand in your birth chart. It's typically not uncommon. But let's talk about this conjunction coming up. So Neptune was discovered in... 1846, when it entered into Pisces with Jupiter. So, you know, when we look at astrology, you know, whether you believe it or not, if if you don't believe it, I doubt that you're listening to me. But the kind of validation that you can see through um, astrology is is looking at history and what the planets were doing during that time and kind of following those trends. And as someone who reads charts all the time you could see the patterns um, also um, within things. So we always wanna look back to history, you know, in terms, especially conjunction like this that hasn't happened in 150 years. We wanna look back and see well what was happening then to kind of understand what could possibly be transpiring right now. So the last Neptune Pisces era was between 1848 and 1862. And again, Jupiter was there as well. And really what transpired during that time was, you know, several, what they would consider then radical changes in ideologies. So, you know, it's funny when you look at like, (laughs) you know, every time you create like a shift in perspective or a shift in, in our ideas, our shift in our systems like tends to be quite radical at the time right but then looking back at history you're kind of like well duh like that completely needed to happen but it's because again we've we've lived through things we have experience we have history to look back at to you know to basically build our own personal belief systems and values But back then what was happening was there was a significant movement in spiritualism. And, you know, I'm looking at North America in this perspective, like in terms of history, because I probably could find it in many other cultures, but, you know, just to kind of look at this now, but there was a lot of movements in like I said, spiritualism, but also gender and also race. And looking at what's happening now, we can kind of see a similar energy being transpired. Now, one of the biggest things that happened during that time that is really important to me and my work and, and definitely where I'm trying to take my work is looking at women's rights and during this time it was women that started to lead some of these changes in what we believed was the truth now there's a lot going on with this you know there's 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 a lot of people fighting for equality and their own personal rights their personal choice to choose And so forth right now, but there's so much information that we have to decipher through. And this is the part of Neptune that we have to in particularly pay attention to because the one thing about being in the dream world and connecting to consciousness and like kind of like detaching, like wanting to, you know, disengage almost or I guess detachment is really the best word is, is the illusion that can sometimes come up. And, and that's what we have to decipher right now is, you know, what is the truth and what is possibly the illusion. And we, I could go down a rabbit hole with this one, but I think the most important thing right now, and, you know, because I have specific belief systems and I've really worked with a lot of women and transforming their lives. You know, I, I always get a lot of questions about what I think is happening and, and so forth. And I mean, I've been talking about this dismantling of our systems for a long time. And what I think is really happening is, well, there's a lot and there's obviously a lot, I have no clue and, and I'm, I have no idea. But what I think is important right now is our individualism um, and really believing in who we are and our own personal truth and sort of standing in our own light and in our own lane and really understanding like what you're here to fight for. Because I get angry about a lot of things right now, to be very honest with you. And one of the things that I've really had to stand into is, okay, so I've chosen to be here during this time. You know, what What have I come here to, to really do? I can't be in all of these. I can't go down all the paths that make me angry or I want to change because I don't think I'd be very effective. So what is it in this lifetime that I want to do? What do I want to be of service of? What do I feel like my purpose is around this? And for me, it, it's it's really about empowering women to, you know, stand in their stories, stand in their truth, look at the shame that is perpetuated over generations and generations and like feel liberated from the shame in order to stand in their potential and for women to come together. You know, there's just so many stories I hear over and over and over again. And so many women that come to me that have just enormous potential. But that shame piece and the fear of judgment and and standing out to be seen is like debilitating. And my desire to change that is very important to me in this lifetime. And I think with this conjunction coming up, it's just kind of Helping me with understanding that it's even more important to step into that truth. So, this Neptune Jupiter conjunction, which happens essentially on April 11th, it's going to be perfect, but it's getting initiated in this new moon because this new moon will be in Pisces, conjunct Jupiter with Neptune not too far away, 10 degrees from the moon, eight degrees from Jupiter, is going to start inspiring this so in all of the i want to say like madness in the world and the stories that you hear and you know the information that you are tapping into you know what is your truth and neptune can really help you with that it can help you see things in a different perspective and the jupiter aspect to this is expanding our minds okay so it's expanding our minds to look at things in a different perspective to open up you know you know how you've possibly been thinking about things or or how you've been shown things or taught things and to and to really say, but does this feel right to me? Because Neptune as a direct connection to consciousness, right? To that higher knowing, to understanding your divinity. And that's really to me where truth lives. This is gnosis. This is a, a self knowing aspect that I believe we all really need to step into. And this new moon can definitely ignite a new cycle around this. So during this time in the 1800s, there's so many stories of of women, you know, standing up for voting for, you know, not just, you know, they wanted to learn. They just didn't want to, under rule of their husbands because that's essentially what was happening during that time. They wanted to have a choice whether they wanted to get married. They wanted to have a choice whether they wanted to have children. You know, at that time, it was perfectly okay in a lot of cultures and societies for their husbands just to, you know, rape them whenever they wanted. Um, you know, they had no... Rights so in terms of if they're going to have that baby or not. There's a lot going on, and that's not too long ago, but there was a lot going on that uh, took a few very brave women to say enough is enough, you know, and create a different perspective on the way things could really be. There was also a lot of different spiritual communities like communes and Um, you know, I think Lilydale was sort of one of the uh, places that this sort of started in North America. At least I think that's what Dimitri George talked about. But yeah, like there was a lot of different ideologies around, you know, also like religion and what was the meaning of life and what people were connected to. It was a time when a lot of mediums came out and psychics and like that whole divination Process and at this time, you can imagine in the 1800s it was quite radical. You know, it was it was brave for women to come out and talk about what they desired and what they saw and what they knew, and more importantly for the men that um, supported them also behind this rule. Now there was a lot of other things that was happening. It wasn't just women's rights, but as I talked about before, this is what <laughs> I'm very passionate about. And, you know, it's, it's really going to be a time to look at all of this again, you know, as a woman that lives in North America with many rights, you know, definitely my privilege in this lifetime is that, you know, and I think it's important if we have that privilege, you know, what are we going to do about it that helps those that don't. And that's why I think it's really important to understand, you know, what you're willing to fight for during this time, because I do see this year as being, you know, a rebellion and revolutionary and possibly radical for a lot of people. But the ultimate goal is, in my mind, equality and really understanding that we need to move forward. You know, that famous saying of history repeating itself uh, has been true up until this point in time. And, you know, do we really want that to happen? Do we really want history to repeat itself? Like, I don't know about you, but I definitely don't. So with this Neptune-Jupiter conjunction coming up, Let's utilize this new moon to really understand what this might mean for you. Now, a new moon always is a time of intentions. It's the first day of the lunar cycle. So it's creating a new cycle. And our intention can direct our energy, Now we have a lot of sexual energy and creation energy available to us right now. A lot. We have a Venus, Mars conjunction. That's still happening. It will still be in Capricorn during the full moon and then moving into Aquarius and Aquarius are, you know, the freedom fighters. They're the humanitarians in this world. They know what's needed for the future to move forward. So Let's utilize this lunar energy to really bring in that creation energy to help you along the path, to help you direct your energy in what's important right now. Now, one thing that we have to look at with Neptune is the internal suffering that it can create the 12th house is um pisces natural home you know neptune rose pisces so the 12th house is is possibly quite misunderstood i think or at least i can have multiple meanings to it but the 12th house is an ending it's it's the end of the road and when we look at this energy now There is a lot of aspects of endings, but when you're looking at the 12th house, the way I would look at an ending is a liberation. You know, it's, again, we've gone around the block, you know, I've gone all the way around the birth chart, gathering all this information, going through all the lessons to get here. So what are you going to do with all that information to liberate yourself, to live In an aspect of your truth, your divinity, expanding your perspective, you know, an open mind is really the path of the wise. And right now, what's happening in the world is a lot of separation, a lot of segregation, a lot of hate. And this is why I think it's really important to Again, guys, this is my personal opinion, but I really think it's important to understand, you know, what you're here to fight for, and what is your truth, and what are you here to to liberate from? What suffering do you want to change? How can you change your perspective on how things are? How can you open your mind and listen? not only to yourself, but listen to the information and understand what feels good to you and what doesn't feel good to you. And I think it's really important on this new moon to utilize this energy and direct your creative energy in in terms of that reality, that dream, that desire that you have for yourself in this lifetime. Now, You could possibly look at it like, you know, what are you rebelling from? What is the revolution happening for you? And use this new moon for that type of expansion. Jupiter is always the planet we want to work with because it's underlining uh, energy is abundance and prosperity and and wisdom. And Jupiter is a very wise planet. So when it's conjunct Neptune, who that is essentially trying to connect you to your higher self, what do you need to do right now to release in order to change the consciousness that you have in order to get to that place? So (laughs) That's what I mean. Neptune isn't the easiest planet to work with, but in a nutshell, that's what it's about. One thing that you can connect to, and this is something I've really had to trust um, because what I've recently really understood about myself is how much of myself I hide because It's not deemed in society to be normal. Uh, And what I mean by that is how I receive information and what I see and what I feel. And, you know, even what I see in birth charts or when I'm doing a past life regression, like how I can see what's happening. And what I've had to trust is this inner gnosis, this self knowledge that I have. And That inner knowing is my truth and my reality and how I connect. And and that's really the gateway, actually, to how I connect to my clients, my friends, the, the people that are in my life. So in all of the confusion right now and all the suffering that's happening, there's this opportunity for you to awaken to this inner knowledge and possibly create that container for yourself or even some boundaries for yourself to really step into that. We don't know what's going to happen, you know, but I think what's important to really honor is how we react to it all and, and how we treat others along the way and treat ourselves. So this new moon in Pisces has like a big message to it. And one that I'm going to talk about a little bit more throughout um, the month, because we just entered Pisces season. So a lot of this is just being um, ignited now. So let's utilize this lunar energy to really understand your inner knowing, really understand what you're fighting for in this life and create intention around that to direct your energy. We have so much creation energy available for us to embody and that energy needs to be directed. So build some intention around this new moon that just think of it almost like wishes that you're creating or that you're putting out there, the energy that you are bringing into your life or you're wanting to emulate. In saying all of this, I am very excited to be launching my new membership platform. I do have, I already have a Patreon account, but I've been waiting to kind of put it all together um, to really talk about it, but uh, it will be called Magdalene and the Moon. Um, It will be a community platform for women to really come and share their stories and heal and embody uh, the cosmic energy and the divine feminine energy that is so available for everyone. I'm really excited about this. It's taking me a long time to formulate how to put together sort of everything that I do on a, on a level that is easily accessible to everyone. Um, so monthly we'll be having a Magdalene circle, um, which will be a, uh, either on the full moon or the new moon. And it will be a place to share our stories. It will be featuring women um, on the platform as well that are either starting a new business or that feel like they want to share their stories in order to be um, supported. Uh, There will be embodiment practices, um, ritual practices, and definitely practices to tap into our sexual energy, which I think is the most important thing for women right now. And it's called Magdalene and the Moon because Mary Magdalene has been my teacher. And, you know, I'm not a historian or a theologist, although, you know, I have followed her history, but speaking of self-knowing and gnosis, this is my practice with her And, you know, what she has shown me in order to do for myself and in order to help women, which is connecting them to their own self knowledge and their own bodies and their own sexual wisdom. And when we look at history, you know, I think she was one of the greatest human beings, ascended masters, teachers, healers that has ever really graced the planet. And, Her story has been totally erased. And this is like a very (laughs) strong emotion I have when I look at a lot of women's lives and a lot of my clients. And, you know, like looking at, you know, how they really haven't stood in their truth and, you know, owned who they were or are, you know, this is part of my story. As well. And I just think it's time to start shifting this. So I'm using this Neptune <laughs> Jupiter conjunction to launch this platform and hopefully um, build a beautiful community of a sacred space where women feel safe to be seen and supported without being judged. Because sometimes it just takes one person to show that support and validation for you to really step into your path and be who you are. And I know that from experience because I have a few of those in my life that have held my hand along the way. So I will be doing a free event to launch this platform on March 2nd. So on the new moon, I will be hosting a free moon ceremony and, and featuring a very special talent on the call as well, which I want to do on my platform. Um, so all you have to do is there'll be a link provided in the show notes to sign up. Um, the event again is March 2nd at 730 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So anyone can come, we'll do a new moon ritual. I'm going to dive a little further into this new moon because I have to talk a lot about Neptune in this session or in this podcast. So if you're interested in learning more, if you're interested in just showing up uh, in the community and doing a little moon ritual, that's fine. Uh, it's available to anyone that wants to have a presence in this community so happy new moon utilize this beautiful consciousness of opening up and awakening to yourself and your higher self and your divinity and your self-knowledge and i hope to see you on the second and please as always, feel free to send me any questions or anything you want me to further expand on in my podcast. I'm happy to talk about what you guys are interested in and sending you guys lots of love and empowerment. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back in two weeks for the next lunar shift. Please feel free to share with your friends. And as always, I'm happy to hear your feedback and any questions you want me to touch on in future episodes. You can find me at karinachrysler.com and on Instagram to stay in touch with my offerings, including booking and astrology reading, learning any cosmic updates I'm talking about, or any moon ceremonies I'm hosting. Take care of yourselves. And please consider leading with compassion and courage during this transformational time. Stay well, beauties. I'll see you soon.